0: Hey, everybody, this is Michael Rooker, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom.
1: podcast my name is dave joining me for the 96th episode of the podcast is matt from two broke geeks hello there 96 a wow more, a couple more and we'll have a hundred pretty
0: close to a hundred yeah
1: yeah we gotta i got, I got some big, i haven't told, told anybody yet but i got some big plans for that one so
0: well they all better start showing up <laughs>
1: exactly otherwise they're not gonna be on the hundredth <laughs> right. <clears throat> right i might have to bring back people that don't even know they're fired Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> no. Nobody gets fired, ever. I know. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a little something different. We don't have a topic in mind. We're going to talk about a bunch of things in geek culture and the day-to-day geek stuff. Whatever comes to mind, we're going to discuss. And because we were kind of discussing it off-air before we started here, uh, we're going to jump into it now before I forget since I don't have it in any notes. <clears throat> I actually don't have any notes to begin with. But Oh, good. good. Uh, we're just going to kind of go with it. Um, let's talk about... Uh, well, X-Files just ended tonight. Oh, yeah. As we recorded. We're not going to talk about the episode because I'm still a couple episodes behind, and Matt is in the process of writing his recap for it as we speak. Yep. Uh, so we won't get into the spoilers. spoilers. Uh, just good or bad, Matt? Good? Oh, it was so good. All right. There was
0: only one episode this season I really didn't enjoy. The second, the penultimate episode? Uh, No, the one right before the finale.
1: Yeah, that's the penultimate.
0: Oh yeah, I guess I knew that. I just wasn't paying attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard. I haven't watched it, but I heard Ronnie Amell, Robbie Amell's character, and uh, Lauren Ambrose's character aren't too well received. Yeah, no.
0: And um, they they brought back. You know, they made a big deal that they were going to bring back the Lone Gunman, and they did very, very poorly by the Lone Gunman, and it it, it was just an odd episode. But other than that, this was. A really strong eight episode – well, seven other strong episodes and one poor one is not too bad considering the show hasn't been on for years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so what we wanted to talk about is most shows, network shows like your ABCs, your NBCs, CBSs, CBS. We got some problems with you. But we'll, we'll, we'll reserve that for later. And then your CWs. You get 22 episodes typically, 22, 24, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. And that's been the standard for, for years. Um, oh, yeah. Well, it
0: used to be even more. Shows used to get even more than that per yeah. season.
1: Yeah, you watch <laughs> – uh, like Buffy was usually around 22, and that's you know, your mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go like X-Files, I think it was like 24 uh, for the first couple seasons. Yeah, like Star Treks and stuff like that. Star Trek was a little different because it was a syndicated show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- those like that Star Trek, Hercules, Xena, those things were a little different cause they weren't like, it wasn't, it was a little harder to find. It was syndicated. So it wasn't, yeah. like, it was different. it's just say it's syndication. That's weird to say now. Cause syndication mm-hmm. usually means a first run show in its reruns. Right. Like friends is now, or fresh Prince of Bel-Air, those kinds of it's usually a sitcom or you go to USA or mm-hmm, TNT mm-hmm. and you can watch old supernatural episodes and things like that. Yep. Uh, and you usually have to get to, I think a hundred episodes to get a hundred episode to get
0: syndicated.
1: Yeah. yeah, And that's when, that's when the money rolls in for all the actors, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why they always want to get syndicated. Uh, I don't know if that's going to change now because it's going to get harder to get to a hundred episodes when you're on a net, a cable show network uh like FX or AMC or a, you know, history, uh HBO, Uh, And now Fox is kind of in that business with this eight-episode miniseries with with X-Files, and it did it with 24 last year. And it sounds like, from what Matt tells me, that this ends in a cliffhanger, and they've talked for a while that if it's well-received, they'll do another one.
0: Yeah, they haven't confirmed, but boy, if they don't at this point, they're going to be a lot of very mad (laughs)
1: people, myself included. Yeah, I saw you were live tweeting a little bit, which was nice to see because I know you don't do that that much anymore. Yeah. But you mentioned something like there's only a little bit of time left to wrap up a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Is tonight two hours? Because there's no way. I, I realized there was only 20 minutes left. I'm like, there's no way. And then it was like, oh, no, that just happened. They left it on a cliffhanger with no confirmation of more. Thanks.
1: Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of not looking forward to watching it. Now, I'm scared. Uh, Chris. Well, I mean,
0: Chris Carter and Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny have all said that they want to do more. And they've been dancing. It's going to be back. Like, I'm pretty confident at this point it will be, especially given how it ended. So, <clears throat> and given the way that, you know, Anderson and Chris Carter and uh, David Duchovny have all been uh, talking about the show, but it'll be another one of these eight episode deals. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And I mean, no offense to any of them. It's not like they're doing much right now anyway. Right. Uh, I mean, and maybe I mean, that's why that could be by their choice. Uh, I'm sure they could get gigs if they wanted to.
0: I mean, yeah. Jillian Anderson did a little bit of Hannibal for a while and right. David Duchovny had Californication
1: forever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But
0: beyond that, you know, no, they don't have like a ton going on probably by choice. Like you said, but, yeah. um, and I'm fine with another eight episodes. I think more TV shows should be eight episodes, yeah. or ten episodes, or yeah, even twelve episodes.
1: <laughs> that's what I wanted to get into, like the BBC format, where like Sherlock is three episodes because it's a more mm-hmm. of a movie. Yeah, each one of those is two hours about.
0: So they do you know three two hour episodes a, a series. But,
1: but if you go with your, excuse me, if you go with your standard like Doctor Who, mm-hmm. BBC show, then you're. You're around 13, excuse me, uh, 13, 12 or 13, something like that. Um, Well, even Game of
0: Thrones is only like 12 or 13, isn't it? Right, yeah. Yeah, the HBO model, so. Which is better storytelling. Yeah. Like, I get, like, CW doing 24 episodes. They want to sell as many commercial spaces as possible,
1: but... Well, I say, I look at it this way. You look at something like what CW is going to do with Legends of Tomorrow. I don't think that's going to get 22 episodes. Not uh, this season. I don't think it's going to again. like, listen, nothing is confirmed for season two of that. It's a great show so far, and it would be mm. weird if they didn't get a second season. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. But the thing is, that's an expensive show.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, sure, Flash yeah. and Arrow and all in Supernatural and the originals and vampire diaries and stuff, that's getting the CW money and ratings and things like that. But uh with everything Legends of Tomorrow tries to do, it's expensive. And for a production of that sort, you have to imagine less episodes the better. Because yeah. the production value then can be higher than you look at like a show how even if you don't like the show right now doctor who was beautiful to look at uh just it aesthetically look its appearance is amazing and same thing with like game of thrones or Mm -hmm. even walking dead is is a gorgeous looking show Mm -hmm. on on the face of it because the production can be higher because they're only spending for 12 13 episodes right and in a 22 episode season you're gonna get and and lost kind of started this i think because of the writer strike back in like two thousand six or seven or eight, one of those years, they cut a season short, and mm-hmm. then they realized at that point that we have a lot of filler episodes. Let's just cut the fat and just show what we want to show. We know where we want to get to. Let's just get there faster. Oh yeah, yeah. And and you know, some people were dis- disappointed with the finale, but the fact is, it each episode was more exciting, right? Because there's I no think filler.
0: like. Uh- like I, we we talked about it quite a bit, but I think that's Arrow's problem is Arrow is almost entirely filler at this point. It's so just where is this show going? It's like if you cut Arrow down from 24 episodes to 12, like I'm not even saying you'd have to cut it down as far as the X-Files and go 8, but even if you cut Arrow down to 12 – Boy, you would get way better storytelling out of that show.
1: <laughs> right, right. I, cause that's hard because you, you look at like season one and two of Arrow; those were great seasons. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Flash; it's hard for me to say. Well, they could have done. They could have not had this episode because Flash is like hitting on all cylinders right now. And
0: yeah, I mean, I guess I can point to like a, a – don't get me wrong. Flash was really good for its entire first season and it's been really good for this whole season. But even even then it still is like, well, I suppose you could cut out even a couple episodes if you were t- – because I mean there – on Flash there were like a couple like uh, – I'll go with like the tar pit episode. It was like it was sure. good but I mean it was filler.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, you're right. They are there. I, I, yeah. what, I, what I think makes them so much fun is there's always the, the the link to the Easter eggs in the DC universe in those mm-hmm. episodes. Usually, so it's 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 more appealing to the hardcore fan.
0: Yeah, and it is helping that show that they have like, <laughs> so much to play with. You know, villain of the week. You know, to play with it lets them you know open up their toy box a little bit. And if that show ever starts suffering in its storytelling, I'll say – because some shows. Like even supernatural, I mean supernatural's eleven years in, and I'm starting to notice a little bit that it it could use some tightening up as well. Uh, this season hasn't been bad, but it's been like eh, like this past week's episode, I gave a D, like I wasn't really happy with it at all, and it was like you could have cut pretty much everything out of this episode because only one important thing happened in relation to the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, and it looks like another filler episode coming up. I haven't like I'm behind on that too, but it looks like they're doing kind of a tie-in with WWE. One of the wrestlers from WWE is in the episode. Yeah, it's
0: been a lot of filler lately. Actually, very little um, arc, which in Supernatural is is you know not necessarily a bad thing. Provided the monster of the week episodes are good because the show is about hunting monsters. But right. like this past week, it was a, a time travel episode about getting an artifact, and it's like uh, it's, it just wasn't very good. So
1: yeah. And speaking of Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy the, the the two episode run where they were in Russia. They weren't great.
0: Yeah, that was.
1: But it was still fun because you got a lot of snart and a lot of Sarah. Uh, right. Which yeah. I enjoy. And I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I kind of don't want to say it. Did you know that Matt Nabel is coming back as Razal al Ghul on Legends of Tomorrow?
0: No, I didn't.
1: I didn't either. <laughs> huh. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's cool. I liked him. So, yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah. It wasn't their best season, but that's <clears throat> not because of him. No. Uh, well, yeah arrow the topic of arrow let's let's talk about it we'll branch off of of this of our episode i think we're both in agreement that seasons should be lesser leave your sitcoms Mm -hmm. at 22 episodes that's fine sure yeah but your your dramas i think you get so much more meat and and substance out of 12 13 8 uh yeah you get
0: you know like you said better production value and better storytelling
1: yeah, you're not putting so much – I don't think you're putting as much stress on your writer's room that way either. Like, you, mm. Each week, they don't have to break a new episode. Each week, you're breaking the season, essentially.
0: Well, and I'm about to take this somewhere you weren't going, but it, it's the same thing that I keep yelling about about comic books. Yeah. Where it's like DC and Marvel are now both going to do twice monthly titles, and it's like – No, don't put out more books, put out fewer, better books, put out quarterlies that come in trade paperbacks that uh, have gorgeous art because the artist isn't rushing to get it done to meet, you know, uh, a a twice monthly deadline and you get your writer a little bit more time to craft a more intricate story. Yeah. So We'll,
1: we'll talk about that too. Uh, yeah, that's a good. I mean, I'll, I'll type that down for a note for a little bit later if we have time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. So Arrow. Okay, Arrow. so season two, uh, arguably their best season. Season one was oh, yeah. there. You know, it was it was tougher. They had the narrative. Uh, you heard Oliver doing the voiceover. They're trying to find mm-hmm. their footing. Um, right. Which is understandable, but it was still great. The action the fighting was was fantastic. It was It mm-hmm. was so good. And it was and it was our first. I don't want to say first, but it was a real entry into comic book television. Small yeah. Smallville was okay, but this was this was on another level. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, don't even get me started on that Blade series that was on Spike. <laughs> we're, we're, we, we don't have to go there, and I'm sure I'm overlooking. You know, Wonder Woman is good for what it was at the time, and of course, oh, sure. ba- been, of course, Batman a- and yeah, you know, but this is this is this put it on another planet. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arrow was so well done and a lot of it that goes to the dedication that you got from Stephen Amell uh to be that lead character. He he enveloped himself into that role to start with. He he yeah. put himself into it and that's that was fantastic and 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 of course the creators and the writers of that show were so passionate about it. But then you you kind of learned as you're going on that they did that show to get to Flash. Oh, for sure. They that that show it was a success s- sort of. I mean, well, they, I mean, uh, if, you listen to,
0: if you listen to Andrew Kreisberg talk about it, it was more they they did it because, yeah, kind of to get to Flash. They did it because they thought it was the most palatable yeah. show to a mainstream audience. And then once that show was successful, somebody said, well, what else do you want to do?
1: Yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, from the start, I had issues with Arrow stealing, borrowing, whatever you want to say, from, <laughs> from Batman storylines. Yeah. I mean, you brought in Huntress. You talked about Bloodhaven a lot, and I, I felt okay. They're talking about Bloodhaven. Maybe they're going to bring in Dick Grayson, at, you know, a Nightwing character or something. Mm-hmm. But they never did. And, and there's still a chance that could happen. You never know. But, um, and, and now the big tease is the Hal Jordan stuff, which is and and even Ted Cord they're doing too. Yeah, they
0: keep talking about Ted Cord. Boy,
1: or just Cord Industries, which is talking mm-hmm. about Ted Cord, but. At the same time, I mean, the, the, those teases start to kill me because I want to see Hal Jordan. I want to see Ted Cord, <laughs> But at this point, I actually want to see Curtis Holt, and they're not giving me Curtis Holt. No, that's not at problem. all. I'm not even a huge Mr. Terrific fan, but the, that that actor is doing a good job. Yeah, for what little you see him. And we're going to, yeah, let's, let me work my way there. Season one and two, season one was good. It was a good introduction, and it got your, you know, you, you're like, yeah, I want more of this. And then season two, of course, it's the Deathstroke season. It knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Great season. We got Arsenal, uh, right? Yeah, we got Arsenal in that season. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And just so much drama. I mean, spoiler alert, he kills Oliver's mother in front of Thea and Oliver. And, like, just so much good stuff happened in that season. And then you go to season mm-hmm. three, and it just falls apart because it feels... And I'd hate for it to be this way, but it feels so much like they're servicing to, to Alicity fans. Mm. And it seemed like that relationship took center stage to the storyline where it needs to be Oliver and his journey and not the relationship that can happen. I'm okay with that happening fans. I'm not anti Alicity. If that's where it's going, fine. That's where it's going. But you're also, you're ruining two fantastic characters with this relationship. I think Mm -hmm. Oliver and Felicity have gone down in my opinion, as far as likable characters. And it's because of that relationship. Now I'm not saying Oliver and Felicity can't be together. I'm not saying they can't be happy, but the formula is not working for good, good television.
0: No. Um... And,
1: and and I, I, I say it a lot when I do the live tweeting for arrow and I'm sorry, Felicity fans, you know, that relationship is doomed, Right. Like you just know it. it that's not gonna last.
0: <laughs> I wonder about. I'm. I'm. I'm really beginning to wonder about that. Like I really am. If it is really well, doomed. Specula- like I'm, For speculation. I'm
1: really- I, again, that's all speculation. I'm not. That's not yeah. spoilers. You could go. You could base that off of one in the comics. Green Arrow is meant to be with Black Canary. I mean, that's yeah. just that they could change that. That's that's not set in stone. Right. Uh, and two, it's rare that a couple stays together in a drama like this for very long. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, for drama's sake, essentially. Mm-hmm. And well, for speculation, you have the fast, the flash forward scene at the, at the graveyard and mm-hmm. everyone points to the fact that she's not wearing her, her engagement ring. Yeah. In the limo. And that could be a a million things. One, they for, they didn't you know, they, they forgot it. Which yeah. happens happens. I mean you have a continuity yeah. editor, but it still happens. Uh two, maybe they're the engagement's off, but there's still a couple. Who knows? Uh I wanna ask you, who do you think's in the grave before we go any further?
0: I don't know anymore. Um <laughs> boy, I, I hate to say it, but like Diggle maybe, which would make me really upset, but
1: it'd be, I'd be happy if
0: it was Diggle's helmet. Oh God, I would love it if it was Diggle's helmet, <laughs> but I don't think they'd be that upset over right. it. Maybe they would.
1: Well, let's, okay. We're, we're, we can speculate a little bit. We got some time to kill. Uh, so the names I've been, that have been thrown at me when I leave the live tweeting, there's, of course it started with Felicity and then that was all washed away when they did the mid season premiere. Yeah, because uh, they showed it again. Now, things to take into account are how how upset Oliver is, how upset Felicity is to say mm-hmm. it's okay to kill Damian Dark, and then I... also Barry being involved. Yeah, boy. And and I, I, I like should it. it should be noted too that Barry says he's late because of Zoom. So we will find out who's in the grave before Barry finishes off Zoom.
0: Right, like I said. Boy I'd, I'd I'd hate it but boy does it seem like it could be Diggle.
1: Um very part-time host Tom suggested the other day that it's Felicity's mom. This wasn't his concrete theory, he just threw it out there. But it could be. It could be, but I just don't see it upsetting Oliver that much. Like he'd be upset, but not to the point where he's yeah. in, in that scene. Now, now the obvious choice is William. A oh good
0: point i forgot all about yeah that mm, but it's too mm, soon mm. now
1: because he's already in the mix yeah. now with dark and For not him- only
0: that i just feel like uh yeah it would be too soon and boy i just i don't see the show going to the kill the kid stretch you know what i mean
1: it would it would solve a lot of what what That's a lot a st- of people like
0: horror movies don't even kill kids yeah. most of the it's time. It's funny. So. I was just
1: I was just talking about it with my friend the first time I saw a kid die in a movie that it devastated me. Like they kill kids in movies was uh, my girl. Ah, uh, yep. I'm like I was devastated. I was also a, a young kid, you know. I'm like, what this kid died. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I. I could see it being the kid, but at the same time, it's it, the storyline with the kid and Dark being involved together is, is now coming to a, a head, mm-hmm. and that seems a little early for yeah, that to be the result. This
0: whole season has been a, an exercise in what is going on.
1: Like- <laughs> well, that's the thing, and we talked about it with Curtis Holt. I, mm-hmm. I tweet it out every time he's in a scene because I always forget he's on this show. Mm-hmm. Because they service so many storylines in every episode, it's hard to do a recap and mm-hmm. and follow along. There was one episode that had a storyline involving Nissa that eventually intertwined with Thea's storyline, that intertwined with Malcolm's storyline, that intertwined with, yeah, with Damian Dark's storyline. I mean, I had to watch it twice just to figure out what happened in that episode. And then the episode after that, nothing happens.
0: Right. And it seems like all this season, I've been wondering, number one, like, I get it. Damien Dark is a bad guy, but he has no kind of clear plan.
1: That we, Yeah, like, they, they're hinting about, too much.
0: You think about it, and it's like Deathstroke had a plan. His plan was to destroy Oliver, and Ra's al Ghul had a plan, which was get Oliver to join him or ruin everything for Oliver. And, uh, season one, I can't remember. I haven't seen
1: it in quite a while. That was Malcolm it, Merlin's plan to,
0: Oh, right. Malcolm Merlin's plan to, to level the glades. And yeah. it's like, uh, Damien dark has nothing. It's, it's, Oh, we have to make sure that star city doesn't have a mayor. Well,
1: what did we why? find out? Yeah, What have we found out about Damien dark so far? He's part of this organization. He's, he's part of. H- he's the head of Hive, right? And this. H-
0: But even apparently Hive is part of something else that's bigger, but we don't know what, they don't say. Right, (laughs) they have this
1: big council meeting, and his wife's part of it, and now Merlin, of course, is part of it. And then he reveals this thing where
0: he was going to poison some people, but they don't say why, they don't say what they're doing. It's like, I don't know what is is happening, I don't know what his his motivation is.
1: They hinted at some, like, new gods-type stuff uh, with... You know he's got these powers that they haven't explained yet that could be just magical, right, and then they've got the whole flashback where they're oh. trying to figure out magic I'm like this
0: this show i I don't understand it at this point
1: <laughs> it's 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 hard going like I don't blame like I like uh the actor that plays Damien Dark. I think mm-hmm. he's doing a good job with what, what's there, but the, there's, his storyline is so erratic because of the writing, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to see a lot more of him in this next episode. In the preview, I liked what I saw of Damien Dark being a villain. Yeah, uh, I w- I'm excited to see what he does. I'm more excited for King Shark tomorrow, but hmm. I can't wait. That's going <laughs> to be awesome. Oh, man. And it's just a Diggle-Lila crossover, too, which is cool. Yep. And Oh, man. So what about Thea? Thea could be in the grave. Could they kill yeah, her? Could they almost I, kill her twice in one season?
0: I mean, how many more times can they... Because they already killed her one time, and it didn't... St- I, I don't think it's her, only because she's died once. Yeah, I don't think and so either. And then she almost died again. I, yeah. Ah,
1: Could it be I Holt? Just,
0: no, I don't think so. Like, yeah. that's something I don't see all of her getting so upset. I... I I keep coming back to Diggle, like he seems to be the most logical choice to me.
1: That would really upset me. Like I was, o- it would you know, really upset me too. I I love uh, Emily Bett Rickards, and I love the Felicity character. Have from the start when she was just an mm-hmm. IT, and I was on board with them killing her when I thought it was her. Like I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. But Diggle would bother me a lot, <laughs> like more than I yeah. want to admit. Yeah, he's a really good character and, and him I, dying would be very upsetting. And having met David Ramsey it would bother me even more cuz the dude is just just awesome.
0: Mhm. And he's right now the only really steady character on the show that keeps having like a a coherent storyline that
1: Yeah. I mean is, he's had, he's Oliver's voice of reason more so than Felicity, I think. Mhm. Cuz Felicity there's 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 the It's a little more rose-tinted for her. She's a little more biased to be on his side, whereas well, she'll challenge him, of course. She challenges him, but with Diggle, it's more so. Like he, he's straight up. You know, this is wrong. You can't do this. Like, you know, that kind of thing. But he, he also goes on off on his own, especially when it comes to his brother, or when it came to his brother.
0: If it's not, I can't. I don't think Diggle has been in any of those scenes.
1: No, it's been. It's been Oliver and Barry and then, I mean, and then Lila, maybe uh, their kid. Now that wouldn't happen. No. Like I said, I,
0: I mean, Lila or Diggle seem really strong candidates to me.
1: Unless we're forgetting somebody, which is very easy to do in the shuffle that is Arrow season four.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think there's anybody. Uh, his son's mom.
1: But- I think I, something makes me think she's already dead in this episode we're going to get this week. It's entirely possible, yeah. Because how did? He, otherwise, how else did he get her
0: from her? So I don't know. It's it's crazy. I don't well, know.
1: We'll reconvene after this week and see what happens.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Speaking of Arrow, this week, Vixen, dude.
0: Oh yeah, I keep forgetting she's a thing now.
1: I like it. I I like the actress a lot. She's gorgeous, and I liked her on the four thousand four hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, I like the, the animated mini series. Was was cool.
0: I didn't watch it, so it's
1: they're they're each like four to seven minutes. People were all upset mm. on the internet. Like, what do you think it was going to be? It's not a full twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> Nothing is anymore. Like yeah. even the new Justice League cartoon series is only fifteen minutes. Yeah,
1: that's upsetting.
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, Vixen, great. Bring it, bring it on. Bring them all. She- you know, bring on as many as they can get. I, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, and she looks cool. I like the costume. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with her like her powers. Yep. Um but uh it's to- to- the totems are doable, I think. Um but yeah, that'll be cool to see her fighting against Damien Dark. <clears throat> Alright. All right, let's move away from Arrow and bashing Arrow because mm-hmm. I've said it a lot. I, I, it's hard for me to give up on that show because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm still a fan of Arrow. I still love Stephen Amell. I still love Berlanti and Guggenheim and Kreisberg. And I'll probably yep. go down swinging with the, with the show as, if yep, it fails. Probably. But uh, something's got to change. Please, please change it. Yep. Um, all right, let's talk about those comic books that you were talking about. Yeah. So DC is doing Rebirth, which isn't a reboot necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, they're going to what bi-weeklies, or what are they calling it?
0: Well, I call them twice monthly. Twice monthlies Yeah. Yeah. They're for not all titles. Oh, it's such a mess. Like I don't know what they're doing. Number they're they're taking Detective Comics and Action Comics, and they're putting them back to their original numbers. Right, which is going to be weird. But everything else is going to number one. And um, then, yeah, it's not a reboot. I don't know what it is. Okay, and so uh, and my whole thing is, is, and, and, well, yeah, and then some of them are going to be twice monthly, which is, I think, just a crazy idea. And what it all boils down to to me is like I it, I was listening to Fat Man on Batman today and it actually came up on that show as well where it was like you're making it really difficult for anybody new to get into comics. And you're driving out people that already enjoy comics because yeah. you can't – every other time you turn around, is new number ones, new – you know, new issues where you are being bogged down, like I said, bi monthly or bi uh, weekly or whatever. Twice monthly comics is like you're rushing the art, you're rushing the story. It's like if you just put out quarterly books where every title only gets four trades a year, I think you would number one, you'd have, you know, this is the first trade. And people would go start here instead of going. Well, which number one do I start with? There's a thousand number ones of this same title. Yeah. And you'd go, I, I, I don't know. And plus, you'd you'd help the. I, I'm worried about the art in the new DC comics because that's a lot of pressure to do two books a month. And I just I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm not reading a lot of DC comics right now, honestly.
1: I. I have, you know, I've just started getting caught up again. Yeah, I took a couple of months off of buying books, and I've got a couple. I, you know, I'm still trying to get caught up. I'm way behind,
0: mm-hmm. but I mean, oh, there's, I t- am too. there's yeah.
1: titles I love. Like I love Grayson. That book is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Justice League. Of course, it's you know, it's it's Jeff Johns. How can right. you not love it? Uh, Batman, of course, with Snyder mm-hmm. and Capullo, which Capullo is now on, not on it right now. They got the, uh,
0: uh, he just did it. his last issue is number fifty, uh, number fifty or fifty one. I believe Well, he didn't
1: do the art for forty nine, I think, or forty eight. One of the most recent ones, like mm. the, where they're finishing off the mm-hmm. super heavy. Yeah, and
0: if you follow, and when I when you talk about the art, if you follow Greg Capullo on Twitter, his whole thing is. Like, a lot of his Twitter is devoted to how hard he's working to get done the art for just a once-monthly issue. Yeah,
1: yeah. You well, know? I know. I, I, I follow a lot of artists, like Jim yeah. Lee. Jim Lee, who's really – I don't think he's doing a book right now.
0: No. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite artists, Ethan Van VanSkyver. Oh, yeah. He just barely got his own – he was not doing monthlies for a long time because he – had trouble meeting deadlines, but not because he was lazy about it because he's just – his artwork is so detailed that yeah, he I, didn't want he didn't want his art to – he finally just got back into monthly books. He was
1: and, uh, at a con I went to, one of the Wizard Worlds I went to. I picked up mm-hmm. three of his prints. Yep. Uh, gorgeous prints of Batman and Wonder Woman, just Batman, yeah. and then uh, Batman and Superman as lanterns. Mm-hmm. I have all autographed, and he's a great artist. And we were talking. I'm like, "Are you going to get back into a monthly or what? what or like an ongoing?" Or mm-hmm. he's like, "I can't talk about it, but just keep watching."
0: Yeah, and yeah. So now he's he's. Back I mean, I'm glad he's in monthly books, but I don't want his art to, to suffer. suffer to do. Yeah. You know, because he's like he said, he's such a great artist. He makes yeah awesome comic book art, and it's like.
1: And then on the flip side, you have an artist like Joe Eisma who works on Morning mm-hmm. Glories, and he does he did big trouble in the China book for a little while. He's actually going to do the art for the Flash number fifty, which mm-hmm. is amazing. I you know, I keep hyping it, but I'm so happy for him. It's um, awesome, and he's working. Yeah, it's 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 a, a, a an amalgamation of two guests we've had. We've had Joe Eisma and the writer Van Jensen. For mm-hmm. flash and hopefully we're going to get them both on for one episode to talk about episode, issue 50 uh which it's a big deal for those books to get to 50 now the new 52 sure. books yeah. uh i think <clears throat> so it's cool but he's like he, isma the morning Glory's books are kind of erratic when they issue because it's image mm-hmm. so they're not necessarily a monthly even though they do seasons for that book so like they just wrapped season 2 or whatever and now mm-hmm. they're building the new arc essentially so he's right. not he's not really working he's doing panels and stuff and so he's in between books and so he's it's it's a hard having a hard time finding a writer to work with because a lot mm-hmm. of those guys already work with certain people and if you want to do an independent it's different and some of those guys don't have enough work while you have the DC artists and the Marvel artists who are overworked yeah And meeting deadlines is nearly impossible for a lot of these guys. And it's not because, like you said, it's not because they're lazy. It's because they want each panel to be perfect. Yeah. They don't want to do garbage. I mean, they they want everything to look perfect. Right. And just the other
0: thing with Rebirth, it it, – I just, like, I'm not even reading, like, when they just did all Secret Wars over at Marvel. I don't want to p- just pick on DC Comics. It's yeah. it's Marvel Comics, too. They just did all, new, all different Marvel. I don't have a clue what's going on over there. I was already I can... pretty behind on Marvel Comics, and then they were like, oh, now we're doing Secret Wars, and we're tearing down the 616, and we're tearing down the Ultimates, and we're tearing down this, and we're rebuilding. It's like... I don't have a clue anymore. Like, yeah, I, just, I, I was saying to Justin not that long ago, I feel like comics aren't for
1: me anymore. I heard that like, on your episode. I just listened to your most recent episode.
0: And I don't know who they... But the other problem is, I don't know who they're for.
1: Like, Yeah, they're they're kind of pushing themselves out of of being liked. I mean, it's it's tough. I didn't even touch Secret Wars, and I'm having a hard time with All New, All Different. Like all the X-Men books are so... I love X-Men, so that's why mm-hmm. I follow the X-Men in Marvel, and I really loved what they did with the last run of Guardians of the Galaxy before they did this all new all different in the Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. I loved the Guardians books with Kitty Pride joining Guardians. I think it's awesome. I like that touch. Yeah, but, now, yeah. but now you have the thing, and you have Venom in Guardians, and then you have... I don't read humans, but Human Torch is over there, and like... I never was a Fantastic Four fan, but why are are you doing this? Like, why are you splitting all these teams up? And then you go to X-Men, and you have Extraordinary X-Men, you have Uncanny X-Men, you have Just X-Men. And I think there's another one, too. I mean, I read them all, but, Mm -hmm. like, the new X-Men title, I think it's just X-Men, or maybe it's Extraordinary X-Men, is the the old classic team of X-Men that were brought to the present time. Added with the new Wolverine, which is X-23, thirty X which I like. like I, I like I, Laura, I, but...
0: I want them to do new things and different things. I don't always want the stories to be the same, but... Yeah. I want them to be followable, and I don't want them to change... Basically, I don't want them to change as much as they're changing. Because <laughs> just 17 because, Spider-Man books? Because they do it so frequently... They do it so frequently is the is the thing now, yeah. and I I just feel like when it comes to comics, if they would number one tell some smaller stories that would help because if you're looking to get people to jump on, well, uh, like if you look at uh, Greg Capullo's or Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder's Batman run, each story. Six years worth of issues, you know, was six or seven months worth of issues is, you know, and that's kind of hard. So if you maybe had some people telling one, two issue arcs, it'd be easier to jump on somewhere because that's how comics used to be back in the day was yeah. it's like you could pick up an issue and, and it would tell a whole story or you could pick up two issues and they would tell a whole story right. now it's like if you pick up issue 3 of a 6 arc
1: story well each one it's like each each book is trying to do its own age of apocalypse run where age of apocalypse was fantastic or or age of ultron or mm-hmm. even in in DC world, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know that uh, they're trying to build into one big colossal book series, like their big run where maybe once every three or four years, you can do something like that, but you can't mm-hmm. do it every arc. Like even the zero year Batman run seemed like it went on forever.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a comic book person. I'm not in the business, but I'm a reader. I'm telling them what I think would make – just start talking to some – and apparently I thought – I mean I thought I was the only one that thought like this. And then like I said, I listened to Fat Man on Batman and all of a sudden there's a guy going, why aren't they doing quarterlies? Why aren't they telling smaller stories? And I'm like, oh my god. I thought I was the only one reading comics that (sighs) thought
1: like this. You got a guy who runs a comic book store or owns a comic book store and can afford any comic he wants. It
0: it wasn't – yeah, it wasn't – Kevin, it was one of his guests, but it was like, oh, okay, yeah. But even still, it was like, oh, you know, maybe if somebody would start listening to the readers, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, let's move <laughs> off of comics. Uh, yeah, yeah. It makes me sad because I like collecting individual books. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a problem with trades, but I still like the book, the the, mm-hmm. the comic book. Um Okay, so this year, this year we have Batman versus Superman. Yeah yeah. We have Iron Man versus Captain America. Yeah yeah. And we have Daredevil versus Punisher. Yeah yeah. Do you think we're doing too many movies where it's hero versus hero? Yeah yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm glad I'm not alone. Like I have no, I do like
0: superheroes fighting each other doesn't interest me at all.
1: No, that's that's a fan debate it's not supposed to be in the pages (laughs) it doesn't
0: it doesn't interest me a even a little. like even in the comic books like watch it it would get to batman and superman fighting each other and i'd be like why just okay i'm not interested it's show me my heroes doing hero stuff not fighting each other all the time that being said uh civil war like the book civil war
1: made sense made a lot of sense
0: and it wasn 't just them punching each other all the time most of civil war was a philosophical debate mm-hmm. and most of the Dark Knight Returns was a philosophical debate but it's only it's, the last
1: book of that and the last couple pages that are a fight
0: right so I mean that's interesting the idea but um, you know when that when that uh, Batman v Superman trailer came out and everyone the entire Internet went, oh my god, you see Batman stop Superman's arm? It's like, that's what you got out of that trailer? Wow. Okay. That's the one thing you took.
1: Yeah, it was either one way or the other. You loved it because you're a Batman fan or you hated it because you're a Superman fan or you're a realist and there's no way that would ever happen. Well, it could if he's already weakened him with Kryptonite and or the suit is powered by Kryptonite. Well, as a
0: Batman fan, my number one concern through this whole thing and it's – I don't want Batman to look silly around the other it's, superheroes, which is why I never liked Justice League stories. Like, I'm a weird fan. I don't like Justice League stories that have Batman in them because Batman just seems kind of silly at that point.
1: Yeah. but I mean, when you look at the scale of things, you've got the speedster mm-hmm. Flash who can do a lot more than just run fast. Yeah. Aquaman who can who's like extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, of course, Superman, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Green Lantern. I mean, and then you have right. Batman. And,
0: and I don't want to watch Batman walk up and punch Darkseid in the face. <laughs> like,
1: as much as I love those moments, like I love that he's fearless. I love that he's yeah. the human. He's practical. He's the genius. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's it's tough, even in the animated series, to see that because mm-hmm. like, he always comes off. It's hard to put him as a strong character up against these gods. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, I mean. That being said, I'm totally ready for Batman v Superman. Oh, of like, course, I want
0: this movie out now. Yes,
1: you said it, but I am ready to see Batman punch Darkseid in the face. Like <laughs> I, oh man, I had I, I've had some things spoiled for me for Batman v Superman that I I'm fairly certain are true. Ooh, I'm bummed by it, but I'm also exceedingly excited. Huh? Did you speaking of Batman v Superman? Did you see that that tweet from Scott Snyder and uh, Jason Momoa? Yes,
0: that had the um, Flash costume in the background there.
1: Yeah, it seems like you could see <laughs> some some artwork from Mira maybe right below well, the Flash suit. <clears throat> Not only that, there
0: was a Funko Pop uh, photo released today that had the Flash in the background of other Batman v Superman Funko Pops.
1: Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. Uh, just, uh, kind of blurry looking, but he was there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You use the word blur. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. The suit good. very much looks like armor, kind of like the injustice, uh, mm-hmm. armor. Uh, I like Which it. is fine. Yep. Yeah. I think um, it's more practical for him to have armor than cloth.
0: Yeah, uh, I was kind of hoping he'd have goggles. Almost, it didn't oh, okay. look from that like he was going to have goggles. But no, it looks like yeah, like I've down. seen some. Yeah, I've seen some just some renderings of the Flash with goggles, and I'm like, oh yeah, because you know he kind of like Violet any- Bean. Yeah, it doesn't kind of he doesn't want to get anything in his eyes, obviously. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. And then people are saying that that blast, black suit behind Snyder. Is is maybe Nightwing suit? I don't see it.
0: I've seen Green Lantern and Nightwing both.
1: Like a w- early Green Lantern suit, like well, I've painted. just seen
0: photoshops of people putting oh. green on it, going, "Well, maybe it's not done being painted yet."
1: Well, yeah, none of these look done. <laughs> no, no. I mean, a lot of it looks Atlantean too. Like a lot of maybe Atlantean, mm-hmm. uh, like this one on the right, kind of looks like it could be Mira's armor just not painted yet.
0: Yeah, that makes me wonder if maybe it's like an Ocean Master or a Black Manta or something like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, But it's cool to speculate and it looks like Momoa Momoa from day one has been into it, so that's that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, And, you know, they offered up uh, a date for starting production in April. April 11th, they're going For Justice
0: League, yep. Yeah,
1: that's exciting.
0: That finally puts all those people to bed who (sighs) (sighs) were complaining that well, not compl- – and, and here's the thing with that is that um, it, I – the other reason I'm so ready for Batman v Superman to be out is I think this has just brought out some of the worst that the that I've seen ever. It's brought out the worst journalism I've seen. It's brought out the worst fans that I've seen. It's really, really sad actually because yeah. what happened with that is Drew McWeeny from HitFix – He said, well, this is what I've heard. And he specified in his original article, I've only heard this from a couple people. You know, it's not like he was hearing it from, he goes, I've heard it from a couple people. And if what they say is true, here's what I think could happen. His whole article was him going, this is my opinion. And then everybody around him went, oh my god, they're canceling Justice League. And other news sites picked it up and they said, Justice League being canceled. Zack Snyder being – and it's like that's not what he said. And that's been going on through this entire process where, boy, there's just been so much negativity.
1: Like I I, I tweeted out – like I was off social media all day essentially other than to tweet mm-hmm. out that I'd be live-tweeting Supergirl. And I don't remember seeing any of this Justice League canceled stuff. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden, I see oh, for mm-hmm. all the people that thought it was canceled, here's the date that they're going in, and then this this picture comes out with Jason Momoa. I'm like, I don't remember ever fearing it was going to get canceled. Like the only thing, I no, feared... it was,
0: yeah, no, it definitely went around because, and like I said, the the article came out on HitFix that said, yeah. um, you know. Uh the guy that wrote the article said, uh, I've heard that it's been screened for a few people and that those people liked Batman, liked Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor and liked Wonder Woman but didn't really like the rest of the film. And so Warner Brothers is worried that the audience will feel this way when it gets out there and that it won't make enough money. And if it does not make enough money, I think – and again, it was the author just going, I think what will probably happen at that point is they'll fire Zack Snyder because he'll have had two chances to make a movie that people like and nobody connected with either one. And they'll push back Justice League because they won't have a director for it anymore. And that's what happened
1: there. Okay. Because yeah, like I said,
0: I... then other then other sites ran it as – Zack Snyder being fired. Justice League not happening.
1: <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, let's talk about reporting <laughs> for a minute. Mm. Okay, we we have a site, com, where every so often, it's been kind of lacking lately, but we post headlines and news stories. Typically, mm. it's all confirmed by the studio before we put it up there. A lot of times we'll put up speculation like mm-hmm. okay so now they're doing Aquaman and who do we want to see cast as Aquaman that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. we don't ever say before it's confirmed that Jason Momoa is Aquaman. We don't do that. We yeah. don't we don't do clickbait. Yeah. We we don't do lists. <laughs> I mean we did our our top 12 uh Halloween horror movies
0: mm-hmm. which
1: was technically a list and it wasn't like you had to click next or anything like that. You just had to go mm-hmm. to the next article because mm-hmm. we posted it every day. Yep. So it's different. I'm yeah. never gonna have that on the website a listicle or mm-hmm. uh pop up ads everywhere that make it so you can't even read the article you want to read. And I'm never yeah. gonna I'm never gonna approve a story on our website that is considered clickbait. I don't care if nobody goes to the website because I didn't post an article saying I saw Batman v. Superman and here's everything that's about it that's mm-hmm. in it that you didn't that you don't know about yet or I've confirmed it through sources I can't name that this person is cast as Batgirl or right. any of this stuff because it's irresponsible. Yeah. And and also, I, I believe in not being spoiled. I believe in the mm-hmm. sanctity of storytelling, which means if it's out there because they put it out there, fine. It's a trailer. That's what you're supposed to see. Mm-hmm. And even that gets extensive. But seeking out spoilers if you want to do it that's cool i'm all all you know more power to you i love being surprised i love those moments mm-hmm. like like when spoiler alert sorry guys supergirl when Martian Manhunter showed up i had no idea that was coming right and i loved it tonight on wwe raw they spo- they they got me with a surprise that i was blown away by i love those moments and in the age of the internet these things are hard to come by Oh, yeah. And when it, when they're able to spring something on that, like like Martian Manhunter, which if you say you saw it coming, fine. I didn't, and I I would love being surprised by it. And I'm usually pretty good at picking up on these things. Uh, I loved that moment of just, boom, there he is. He just turned into Martian Manhunter. He looks amazing, and it was a great moment, and it was my favorite episode so far. Mm-hmm. Because it added a lot to the, the story and everything that came before it. Then you can go back and you can be like, oh, he's being... This for this reason or whatever, you know. Yep. But as far as just offering up clickbait and just trying to get a click and get people to comment on your website. I love it if people would comment dot at com. They they don't that often, and that's okay, but I would love it if mm-hmm. I mean that's what I was started the website for to begin with, is to have these conversations with everybody. I got psyched when Batman v Super or when Batman v Superman was announced. And I said, "This is what I need to do it. This has to happen now because i I want to talk to people about this yep i want I want to start speculating, I want to do fantasy casting I want all of this cool stuff, and that's why I did this website i will We just won't do it, and I think it's irresponsible for other websites to do it and to, sure. to make your website how many websites are there about breaking news? like you just don't oh, need so many you don't need another one, and especially when maybe sixty percent of them are wrong.
0: Right. That's the other thing. And that's why I said that uh, it's gotten real bad in terms of like just journalism because it's not journalism anymore. It's what can I get from a source that may or may not be reliable that I can say about this thing? Yeah. And it's like, well – fine do that except realize that you're going to become and i could name i'm not going to name i can name so many that right now i know are guys that don't have that kind of website they just say whatever comes into their head and they say they have these sources and they're wrong most of the time (laughs) so uh, they don't care they just keep doing their thing and that's how they generate traffic to their website and that's how they make their living and if they want to make their living being that dishonest then okay but
1: (laughs) yeah i mean breaking news for news even like look at like fox news or cnn and what are they doing they're not they, they tease you with stories it's, it, it's, again, it's click baiting essentially with their headlines, they've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Like what food is killing you or whatever, or, you know, yeah, yeah. terror alert is not higher, but you should be afraid. Mm-hmm. These kinds of things, they've been doing that for years and now entertainment does it all the time. And it's, it's extremely irresponsible. And I, I just don't, you know, if you can't fact check your story, it's not a story. Right. I mean, you have to have concrete. Proof. It's an op-ed at that point, exactly, and you're offering it up as news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the the point of a source is to list the source. I mean, you have to be able to back your story. I understand some sources can't be named in entertainment. That just shouldn't be the case. I mean, if if this person can't be named, you shouldn't be reporting it.
0: Well, yeah, and I think a lot of that comes down to NDAs, and yeah. if you're talking breaking your NDA then you're just being a dishonest person like right, you then, signed an agreement that says you wouldn't do that
1: yeah I mean when when I got to see Deadpool early I tweeted that day I was so excited that I'm like I'm tweeting that day I'm going to see it I can't wait to tell you guys about mm-hmm. it and then they told us at the theater you can't tweet that you're even seeing this movie I went back and deleted all those tweets like yeah I just don't I want to be able to go back to these things and I don't it's not like I, I I deserve to be at these screenings. Uh, you know, I'm just lucky to be there, and I mm-hmm. uh, I can still get you people excited for what I saw and let you mm-hmm. know that this is huge. It's awesome. You're gonna love it, and you'll get to see it in a week. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I've had to wait for movies <laughs> like everybody else. So mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those things. Like you have to agree to not talk about it for a reason. You're a privileged member of the press to be there to see this movie. Take it seriously.
0: And... Well, and we live in a weird time when everybody wants to know absolutely everything yeah. and then cry when they do know absolutely everything because then they'll say they know too much and it's like – Or it's not can't... what they wanted it to be. Yeah, and it's, you can't have it both ways. That's all. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's. Uh, I was just saying today, it's like eh. – Boy, sometimes I just don't want to be on the internet. Like, just sometimes I just want to, like, talk to the very few other fans that I actually enjoy and then not be around other fans. But part of having, you know, a website and everything and a podcast is I have to be. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, okay, let's get off bad, bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to TV stuff because this is an exciting week, okay? So Supergirl wasn't great tonight, but it was still fun. I got to get caught up on that. Uh, I was distracted heavily by Monday Night Raw because something cool happened, but it was still mm-hmm. a fun episode of Supergirl. It wasn't the greatest, but it was fun because they're
0: mm-hmm. they're adding
1: some new characters and she's got a rival at the office. It's great. It's good stuff. And tomorrow... Yeah, I'm glad
0: that show's finding its footing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I am. Uh, Tuesday, you get The Flash with, with King Shark and a crossover yes. with Diggle and Lila. And then Wednesday, we get Vixen on Arrow, which will be fun, and some Mm Damien Dark, some more Damien Dark, I hope. Hopefully. And then Thursday, we get Old Man Ali. Oh, yes,
0: we do. Oh, that's
1: awesome. I can't wait to see that, and uh, Connor Hawk, too.
0: Yep, but there was, a, oh, I just saw a really good picture of him online uh, without his hood on. Did you see that?
1: That's, he's the African-American archer we saw in mm-hmm. the uh, the Flash thing, which, which kind of makes me think, okay, so it's a different time, not a different world that we saw there, mm-hmm. which means Supergirl could still be in this world. Maybe. And not a different Earth. Just saying.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't either. But maybe. I don't yeah. either.
1: But it, there's still a chance. Fingers crossed. You know. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just, yeah, no, that would be really awesome. I'm just. I'm, she did make a comment tonight because she meets Master Jailer mm-hmm. and he's got a mask and she's like, you're wearing a mask? I thought they did that in that other city. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what, what city is she talking about? Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: That's kind of funny.
1: It was a quick line, so I, I did kind of miss it, but. Yeah. Um yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, Star City 2046. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that.
0: Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow has been uh pretty enjoyable. Um I mean, it's it's got its first season bumps like any other first season, but other than that, it, I'm actually really surprised because that's not my favorite aspect of of dc comics and so i've been really actually pleasantly surprised by how much i've enjoyed it
1: yeah yeah it's been fun uh just to kind of i don't know get geared up for what's left these are the episode titles uh mm-hmm. kind of guess what's going to happen star city 2046 is this week yeah uh, marooned so maybe somebody gets left behind in a different mm-hmm. time it seems interesting uh night of the hawk Oh, yeah. Left Behind could be another one where somebody gets left behind. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Progeny. Mm-hmm. The Magnificent Eight I'm looking forward to because the story is that's... by Berlanti and Guggenheim. and that's... Oh,
0: is that uh, Jonah Hex?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Last Refuge and then episode 13, which I think is their finale, is Leviathan. Leviathan. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think they're doing 13 episodes.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, they are.
1: Um, I, I Again, the show getting renewed, I think they're going to do a little different thing if it gets renewed. I think you're going to get a new roster every year.
0: Yeah, isn't it supposed to be an anthology show?
1: So, Am yeah, I yeah. right
0: about that? Yeah. So I'd be fine with a new roster. That'd be kind of interesting. People especially... keep
1: wondering if they're going to replace Hawkman's because he's got the empty chair there. And and oh no, was, I'm
0: sure he'll be back.
1: Rip Hunter was pretty specific about that number of people mm. being there, but Maybe. yeah, I I don't think he's gone for good.
0: Which is he was like the weakest link. So yeah. when he
1: died, I was kind of like, oh okay,
0: that's that's fine. He was probably the the least interesting actor here. So, uh, but yeah, I, I'm sure he probably will be because boy, they build him pretty hard at the top of that show to. Make him go away for good.
1: Yeah, it, it didn't surprise me that they killed him off either because, like, you know, we saw in that, that first teaser, he wasn't even on the roof. Uh, right. They added him later, and that was fine. I don't care. Oh, if and he's, I mean
0: he's a character that comes back. So Exactly.
1: I Yeah, <laughs> I, I could take him or leave him. I don't really care. I didn't mind him. I didn't, you know, I didn't hate him. But, you know, you had Hawkgirl alone in the, in the cartoons, so it wouldn't make a difference if she's alone here, too.
0: That was a different Hawk Girl, too, though. True.
1: It was, it was, wasn't it Shire? Well,
0: yeah, it was the thing. It wasn't, it wasn't,
1: yeah, it wasn't Kendra Saunders.
0: No, yeah, that was Shyara Hall, yeah. uh, the one from Thanagar. So,
1: right, that's, right. There, the oh,
0: boy, I wish they had done those. <laughs> ones. I know you disagree. Yeah. Um, But the ones I was always used to growing up were the ones from Thanagar, not the ones that were the ones that, uh, kept coming back that were from ancient Egypt. And uh, so I'm just used to the ones from Thanagar. Yeah. That's my preference. <laughs>
1: That's fine. Oh, also Jewel State from Firefly is, she was cast as a character that was the her- descendant of a long line of inventors. Really? And it's supposed to be a, a, a DC character that we know. She's from the future. Descendant so descendant
0: of a long line of inventors.
1: Yeah. Cause her name is DC Rachel character. Turner and we don't, there's nothing that ties that to that. So I think it's like a a red herring there.
0: That's gotta be because I can't even think of who that might be.
1: She's a tech genius and a roboticist in the future. So and maybe it's a DC maybe she's
0: character we know.
1: She's the, a descendant of one. Yeah, they said that earlier. So maybe it's maybe it's uh, Palmer.
0: Oh, maybe. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Uh, maybe they could go a completely different route and it's Ted Cord.
0: Okay, if it's a descendant of a DC character, we know. Yeah. Okay. Now I can. I thought you were saying that she was playing a DC character. We know. Oh no, no, like no. I, yeah, she's was descended really, from a yeah. long
1: line of inventors, and one of those inventors is a DC character.
0: Oh, I bet it might be from Ray Palmer. Then I bet you're right.
1: Was well, Cord is an inventor, right? Or he was a scientist.
0: <laughs> yeah, Cord was, but the maybe they'd go that way, but I. Because they keep talking about Ted Cord, not showing him, it would be kind of weird to make him descended from somebody that hasn't appeared.
1: It's tough too because there's going to be a Cord mention in Batman v Superman too, <sighs> just just Cord Industries.
0: Yeah. So Man, somebody give me Blue Beetle.
1: Darn it. <laughs> Which do you want, Ted Cord, or do you want? Uh... Yes, okay. I want Ted Cord. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the other one is pretty cool too, but I mean, just give me that Ted Cord with that. I feel like with they would go the goofy, other one. with the goofy yellow eyes and the. <laughs> yes,
1: I feel like they'd go the other way with the with the because it's a minority. Um,
0: Probably, yeah. And they want more. I, I mean, modern. and he well, not only that, yeah, and he is really cool. I mean, he's I like Timing Rains. Yeah, he's yeah, he's really cool. <laughs> so, um, but, but I, I guess either but way, it, give me Blue Beetle. <laughs> if
1: you do Ted Cord, you got to do Booster Gold too.
0: I know everybody keeps talking about Booster Gold. It's like, uh, uh see, I'm not a big Booster Gold person. So. I'm not
1: either. But what is it? It's Booster Gold is actually Rip Hunter's son, or is it the other way around? I
0: can't remember. I, I think he is Rip Hunter's son,
1: or uh, is it? He is the son of Booster Gold. Rip, Rip Hunter.
0: Hunter is okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. okay.
1: So we so might it, get him. It,
0: it might make sense on this show then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as they could get him in there in a way that made, if it, that'd be fine on this show. I could go with that. Then. They
1: did him on Smallville. They didn't do him well, but they did him on Smallville.
0: Smallville didn't do anything well.
1: <laughs> no, they didn't do Blue Beetle well either. <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
1: oh, yeah. The Supergirl preview for next week has her going to the Fortress of Solitude.
0: Yeah, I gotta get caught up before next week. And I think because... she's
1: fighting a female brainiac. I couldn't tell.
0: What?
1: Yeah, it looked it looked like she had like the, the purple dots on their face and she was all oh, blue like Mystique. Yeah. That's awesome. I gotta look a little further into it, but
0: if only CBS would put their show on Hulu so oh, I could get caught up.
1: If you didn't need a subscription to watch regular basic television. Right. Can we stop asking people who who would win, Batman v Superman on Twitter? I hate that question.
0: I do too, yeah. And, you know, team... The answer is no one. Neither right. one of them is going to win. Like, that's the answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's just end it there. I mean... <laughs> I'm interested
0: to see how they get to neither of them winning because it's not like one of them is just going to. I mean, maybe it'd be weird, but I don't think either of them is just going to walk away in the middle of the fight and go, okay, I'm done now.
1: I think they're going to split. I think there'll be two fights and they split. Probably. One to one. Yep. Uh, Okay. I think we covered some good stuff here. Didn't really make it a geek out, didn't really make it one topic. We talked about a lot lot of DC, though, but.
0: We did. I didn't have anything necessarily Marvel to talk about tonight, though, I don't think.
1: I mean, get excited about Daredevil.
0: (gasps) Daredevil, yeah. And um, I did see, I mean, I'm just waiting for new Civil War stuff is what it comes down to. I mean, there's a lot of DC stuff going on right now that's worth talking about. And I think Marvel's just kind of waiting that out.
1: I thought it's funny that DC releases the trailer for Batman v. Superman, and it's Batman all action, and, you know, Mm -hmm. we got this this movie you're going to see, and then all of a sudden Marvel's like, oh, yeah, well, we got a versus TV show, Daredevil versus Punisher. Here's our trailer. (laughs) That was a really good
0: trailer, though. That Daredevil trailer was really good. I I like Frank Castle saying to him, you know, you're just one bad day away from being me.
1: A great line, which I'm sure is Uh, lifted from a Frank Miller book or something, but... Oh, it's it's really
0: close to uh, in the Killing Joke where he where the Joker's whole philosophy to oh yeah is uh, all it takes is one bad day to drive a man insane yeah s- same idea good idea I like it and I like that Frank Castle is um, his whole thing is Daredevil's not going far enough and yeah. uh, he just wants Daredevil to just start because sl- what was his other line you're like a temper you're. You're like a bandit? No. It was you're a temporary solution. I'm the I'm a permanent one or something, something like that. Like that I was yeah. like, oh it's so good.
1: The second trailer for that comes out this week.
0: So I guess I guess I gotta go back to your earlier question when you said, Do you think there are too many heroes versus heroes? Frank Castle's not a hero. True. Like he's not. He's a pretty terrible human being. <laughs>
1: what's today the 22nd so the 25th so thursday the second part of that their double trailer comes out which i yes. think is going to be heavy electra uh yeah probably they teased her at the end of that one yep good and point they showed a picture of her uh wearing kind of like a early suit type thing mm-hmm. with like this cool thing covering her mouth and looking yep. cool all right. Uh Oh, did you see, before we go, the, the tweeting going on between Chris Evans, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and Ryan Reynolds about which team Darede- uh, Deadpool's on?
0: I saw Chris Evans say something about uh, he really liked Deadpool, and then I saw Ryan Reynolds say uh, hashtag Team Cap, and that was all I yeah. saw. I didn't
1: know Robert Downey Jr. was involved. He chimed in saying, you're not going to like Team Cap once he yells at you for cursing.
0: Oh, did you <laughs> did you see that cartoon that was um Deadpool and he was saying to uh, Iron Man and Captain America he goes what did you think of my movie and Captain America has like just this shell shocked look on his face and he's like clutching his bucket of popcorn and shaking and he says <laughs> so, so, so much language and Tony <laughs> goes and Tony's saying Deadpool that was excessive even for me <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, it. it was cute I liked it it was done in like that little uh, I'll have to send it little to you if I can find it. yeah it yeah. was cute
1: yeah, those, those things are popular. And then there's that other guy that does all the, like, the DC stuff with, mm-hmm. the, like, little kids.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, this week, you just put out an episode of Two Broke Geeks. What can people uh, mm-hmm. expect from that episode?
0: Uh, we talk about Deadpool, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, some other stuff. I don't even remember at this
1: point. A smorgasbord. I... You talk about Justin's movie a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. We talk about Justin going to L.A. for his movie. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's kind he's, of a
1: smorgasbord. He's going to try to stalk Quentin Tarantino.
0: Yep. Going to try and see if he can see Quentin Tarantino because his movie is going to this little festival that Quentin Tarantino is rumored to uh, check out every year. What, because so.
1: what, you guys talk about it very briefly, what superhero could Justin play?
0: Uh... Did I talk about this? Well, he
1: he talks about like that would be the dream casting, just to get into a comic Oh, just movie. to play
0: any superhero? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I've always said he'd look really good as
1: Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Okay.
0: But he is a little old to be Spider-Man right now, because they're doing young Spider-Man. Yeah, but yeah. If they went back to adult Spider-Man, that's what I'd put him as. He would like to be moon knight though
1: moon knight i thought he, he said Mis- mysterio or he
0: just... oh well mysterio is kind of our our uh joke between each other because oh, okay. we think mysterio is a very silly character oh but for sure <laughs> boy if he did boy if he did play yeah he'd like to play mysterio just so he and i could both laugh really hard and have nobody else get it
1: <laughs> uh you guys talked about the spider-man toys i remember having the chameleon spider-man toy where his head changed I don't remember that one. Yeah, his head popped off and he had different heads, which was weird because he had still his regular chameleon costume. Ah,
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah, go back and try to look up Google. I'm going to have to. It was a cool one. I like that one. All right. Yeah. So Two Broke Geeks' latest podcast is up at AtomicGeek.com. It is on iTunes. You can find it there as well where you should subscribe and leave a review for those fine, fine gentlemen. You sure Uh, should. I think I heard from your last episode you're on Stitcher now as well. I
0: think think so? I probably <laughs> should check. I submitted to be on Stitcher and never heard back from them. So. Okay.
1: Yeah, double check that. And uh, you can also find Two Broke Geeks and Atomic and podcast on Satchel Player, which is an app you can get for the iPhone and for Android phones as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just another podcast, podcast catcher, so it's a lot nicer, a little more organized. Uh, those are the guys over at uh, Flash TV Talk and panel the screen. Those guys developed that, or at least one of them did, Mm -hmm. and made a nice-looking app, and it's great. Then you guys should check it out. Satchel, look it up. Yep. Um... Yeah, uh, head over to Audible Trial. I-, I love your commercial that you have for <laughs> Audible Trial. I got to get you to record one for us. Uh, the voice is fantastic.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my uh, stereotypical Vermont, uh, Northeast Kingdom type accent there from way up in the Northeast corner of the Vermont, uh, up near the Canadian border, don't you know, where they come uh, down and they uh, they mix a little bit of the French Canadian
1: with the Vermont accent. And <laughs> I love it. It makes me laugh every time I listen to your show. <laughs> I got to get you to record one for us. Uh, oh. But yes, head to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Sign up today. You'll get a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial. Uh, as as Matt's character would say, we're not going to tell you which book to download. You can do that yourself. Yeah, You're a grown-up. You can decide it or you're a child or and grown maybe, up.
0: You can go ahead and decide what books you like all on your own because <laughs> you don't need me to tell you. You already know what you like. God darn it.
1: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, they got over 150,000 titles. There's going to be something you want to read or listen to somebody read to you. Uh, and it works on your iPhone, Android, Kindle and any MP3 player. If you still got a Microsoft Zune, I'm sorry you have that. But I
0: know somebody who has one
1: and still uses it. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah, he asked me one
0: day. He goes, "He goes, uh, how do I get your podcast on Zoom?" And I go, "Zoom, really? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to tell you guys right now: the Atomic Kingdom podcast is not compatible with Zoom. <laughs> so, I had to work really hard to make sure he could get ours on Zoom. You have to, was, you'd almost have to download it and then upload it on there like a song.
0: Uh, no, it involved our RSS. I can't remember oh, the exact process okay. now, but it involved our RSS feed. Yeah. So a little, all right.
1: All right. A little inside mm-hmm. baseball there. Uh, we are on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Two Broke Geeks is on Twitter at? 2 Pod. And you're going to want to follow, oh, you missed it already. Jenny was at Long Beach Comic Expo this past weekend, so... You can go back and follow us on Instagram and our Facebook, and you can see all the pictures she took while she was there. Some cool stuff while she was down there.
0: Yeah, she did take some cool stuff.
1: Uh, I will be at C2E2 in a couple weeks in March, so I'll uh-huh. have some fantastic pictures for you guys on Instagram as well. Again, it's just Atomic Keekdom, And uh, we're going to get Justin and Matt to a comic book convention near them soon.
0: Hopefully. I'm struggling just to get in a regular
1: vacation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Flying's yeah. expensive, y'all.
1: Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> uh, you, If you cannot, if you want to reach out to us, and 140 characters is enough on Twitter, we are on the email address as well. We are on it. Uh, info at we will send an email straight to us, and we will respond to it post-haste. Again, we're on Instagram, f- Facebook, Google+, Plus. Stitcher as well and iTunes. Please, please, please tell your friends about us. Tell your friends about Two Broke Geeks. Uh, get them to listen, rate, review us on iTunes. Would be fantastic. We have some cool plans for giveaways coming up involving rate reviewing and following on Twitter and all that kinds of stuff. Uh, we have, I have some big things in store for this year that I want to get off the off the ground, including our YouTube channel and more. More gaming streams where you can watch us play games and chime in about maybe decisions we make within the game, that kind of stuff. Be a little more interactive with you guys, and uh, really excited about the YouTube channel getting that up and going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we may have a host. He's he's pretty much down for it. We just got to get the logistics down. Cool. Because I'm not host worthy and not 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 as far as visual. I don't have that kind of persona. I can uh, I can lull you to sleep with my dulcet tones, though. No, yeah, gotcha. maybe not. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this show. This was fun. A little more, yeah. yeah boy, a little more we casual. did a lot. Yeah, we did. We 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 attacked those evil journalists on the internet. We sure did. We changed the world, hopefully for the better.
0: We did. Kumbaya. That's
1: right. That's right. All right, Matt. Uh, Jenny usually gets the, the word of the day whenever she's on the show, but I leave it to you. What is the word of the day? Pickle.